Life is a winding road No telling where it goes Driving through days and nights Won't stop for traffic lights All right guys, season nine. I'm, I'm still in awe that we're in season nine. If you've been with us on this incredible journey through all these seasons, therefore the longest time I kind of called myself the accidental podcaster. So the idea that here we are going into season nine is pretty amazing. And I'm excited to have a special guest with me today to celebrate the first episode of season nine. And she's going to be talking today just about cultivating empowerment and harnessing belief and language for success. And I'm going to let her jump in and tell us a little bit about her and what she does. And then we're going to get into the conversation. All right. Thank you, Maria. Good afternoon, everyone. I am Kamala Devi Sharma. I support action-taking leaders and entrepreneurs to live a life of fun vacation. Even if they are overwhelmed or frustrated or they're pressured with deadlines, I support you so that you can feel more at ease, more in flow with your life. You can be successfully chaotic. Um, and you know, without the overwhelm, without the stress, without the burnout. And we do this using energetically aligned mindset strategies. So I know. I think a lot of people, especially if they have kids and you know jobs and all the things, right? I, I think that what you're saying is that it's not that you're not going to get stressed sometimes, right? And it's not that there won't be the moment of overwhelm, but the idea is to not stay there. And I think what right. you were saying just about you know um, you know harnessing your mindset and thoughts energetically, I think kind of thinking from at everything from a holistic view, I think is so important when you are dealing with you know trying to maintain all of these different facets of our lives um, when i know you're a coach and um i know that you work with a lot of business owners do you primarily work with moms or is it just kind of like anybody i generally work with anyone um leaders okay. as long as you're in a leadership role um, if you're an entrepreneur, mompreneurs, I have a lot of mompreneurs in my group. So, um, yeah, you know, you can go with the flow, whatever you want to work on in terms of your mindset, your energy, the strategies you're adopting, then we work on that. So I'm assuming that maybe your own personal journey kind of led you down this path. I know that happens with a lot of us entrepreneurs. We either see kind of a gap in a specific industry or we're maybe super passionate about something or we've experienced a specific Thing within our journey mm. and that led us to start a business to be able to help that same <laughs> issue because we've experienced it. Can you tell me a little bit more about your own journey and how that transitioned into what you do now? All right. So my journey really started in 2016 when I left my corporate job. I was three months pregnant and um, it was a really incredible job. I loved it. But I couldn't sustain the pace anymore because it was really a high pressured environment, very high pace, right? I was in a management role. I was the leader. And um, it just so happens that I was three months pregnant and my body couldn't go anymore. I was at that stage of burnout. I was at that stage of overwhelm, feeling a lot of stress. And I had to make that decision. I had to make it for my own mental, physical, and emotional well-being. But when I left that job, it was really the first time in my 10 years of working that 
I was financially dependent on someone and I didn't know how to be that person, right? Because I was MBA qualified. I was super successful. I was a high achiever in university, right? So things are always perfect in my world. So to be dependent on someone financially was like a little blow to my ego. And so because I had the drive to keep going and to keep having that money coming into my hands, um, I, I Googled, I searched online for online jobs just to get the momentum flowing, right? And at that time, my husband and I were building our home. So the extra income was always welcome. And it was really from that, like starting my journey online, researching online gigs you know connecting with people researching using facebook groups meeting new people then i discovered oh there's a lot more to to the mindset and, and to really the environment that i was accustomed to right there is a whole heap of inner journey that that needs to be explored so it was really from my own um dive into my personal self into my mindset and into really deciding on the energy that i wanted to show up with every day that i said you know okay so i know what it feels like to be at that stage of burnout i know what it feels like to be stressed and overwhelmed frustrated and to not have money coming in your hands when you really want money to come in your hands but I also know what it feels like to be in that state of ease and flow and to be vibrating so high and allowing things to just perfectly align and fall into place for you. And I was like, yes, this is it. This is what I'm going to do. I'm going to help people with their mess, right? I'm going to help them with their mindset, their energy, their strategy, and their soulful outcomes. And this is what is going to make it impactful in the world today. Well, and, and I love that you said that because so many leaders and entrepreneurs find themselves in that very scenario that you described. I can't even tell you the number of people that I've talked to that they started their business because of the same thing. They had to leave their corporate job for whatever reason, or they got laid off, or um, you know there was an illness, or something happened that was the catalyst for them starting their business. And you know anybody that started a business can tell you that. You think you know so many things <laughs> until you start your business and very quickly you find out how many things you actually do not know and you know i tell people that because if you've not started a business before it can be like you said like a, like a hit to your ego like oh i feel like i because i was always did great in my positions that i worked but when i started in my own business i didn't think about all the you know things that were going on behind the scenes that I never had to touch. And I wasn't necessarily good at all of them. And I think that is where a lot of entrepreneurs find themselves. And then all of a sudden they start questioning, should I have done this? You know, oh my goodness, what am I going to do? While at the same time managing the rest of their life. And, you know, it's no wonder that so many businesses fail within their first year. And then the ones that survived that yeah. first year fell before three years and then five years. And it just like yeah. the amount of businesses that are able to kind of make it past that five year mark, sadly, is a very small percentage of the ones that started. And I think a lot of that is because of that beginning overwhelm that people are not preparing them for the fact that, you know what, you are going to be stressed. <laughs> you know, you are going to feel overwhelmed because you've never done this before. You know, it's new. Right. And I think having those steps and having somebody to kind of work with them um, on the things that they need to do to lessen the overwhelm and lessen the stress and start to really dive into the things that are getting their life in order and getting them to feel better energetically and changing their mindset. I think that is huge. 
Let me ask you, right. when you work with a client, how do you guide your client to better understand themselves in order to effectively maybe communicate their needs or, you know, because that's one of the problems I see is that people, strong, independent entrepreneurs, we're, we're very bad at asking for help. <laughs> yeah. Well, for me, um, based on the work that I'm doing with my clients, it really starts with a big vision that we have because not many of us know what we want to achieve, right? We know, okay, we go, we're going to start this online job, but why are we starting it, right? What it, What is the bigger picture? What is this leading to? Why do we even want um, to be in this space? Because yes, having a brick and mortar store is very, very much different than having an online store. And presenting yourself online is very different experience from being in person. So we have to have that, that foundation. We have to have that clarity in place. Why do you want what you want? If you are a mom, why are you a mom, right? If you are an online entrepreneur, why are you an online entrepreneur? Is it for the sole purpose of making the money? Is it for um, having a better quality of life? Is it for, you know, for your grandkids? Who is it for? Why are you even taking this step forward? So without that clarity piece, it becomes a little shaky with every other action and every other decision that you take. So that's the first thing that I would ask my clients. So why are you an entrepreneur? Why do you want this, right? And what is the bigger picture to this? What is this leading to? What is this going to allow you to have in your life? What kind of experiences do you want this to contribute to your life? So that is where we start. And then um, I get into their mess. So for me, mess is all about your mindset, your energy, your strategy, and your soulful outcomes, right? So your soulful outcomes will be that big vision that you have. But that may not be what is your current reality. So obviously, there is a path to travel. There is um, a strategic direction that you need to take, too. So it's where exactly did you come from? Where are you now? Where would you like to go? basic strategic management, right? So we look at your mess and we look at it in the reverse um, aspect. So we look at your soulful outcomes. What do you want? We look at the strategies that you're using right now. What tools do you have? In what way are you implementing yourself? What actions are you taking right now to get to where you want to go? Um, what energy are you showing up with? Like how much do you feel connected to what you're doing? How much do you like what you're doing? How happy and fulfilling does this make you feel? And then we look at your mindset altogether. What do you believe about what you're doing? What do you believe about your ability to get to where you want to go? What do you believe about um, the people around you and the, the quality of support that you're receiving? What do you believe about the customers that you're interacting with and the audience that you're speaking to, right? Because without understanding your beliefs or the way you think about everything that interacts with um with, with that interacts with your business, then it will be diff very difficult for you to align and to really meet them and connect to them in a way that is going to cultivate them enough so that, you know, you build that relationship and you can actually make sales. I think that's absolutely true. And I know I was sitting there thinking, you know, about some examples in my own mind of where I've seen people kind of shift those aspects in their life and what bloomed from that. And I think, you know, a lot of people, if they've never kind of experienced really focusing on that fulfillment mindset journey, 
a lot of times they don't understand what type of an impact that has on every aspect of your life, including your business, including where you're standing financially, including everything, because it all trickles down. And I think that is so important to really hone in on. And, you know, choosing fulfillment is absolutely a huge part of this. And, you know, it is very fulfilling to work on your mindset. You know, it's very fulfilling to work on, you know, looking at these things in every aspect of your life would do you have an example of maybe where you can share uh where you've seen an entrepreneur's mindset shift when they started paying attention to some of these moments between the moments yes so um i'll take i take my one of my current clients so she's been with me for a year now right and um we we've explored different aspects of her wheel of life because that's where it begins your wheel of life the things that really um impact you or the different areas of your life that are important to you so we've explored love and relationships family and friends vacation recreation um personal developments we've explored her physical environment all aspects of her wheel of life but the one aspect her money area that needed um extra attention because she couldn't understand why is it that you know she has switched jobs she has switched like three four jobs in the past year um she also has this uh online store that she is establishing and she she couldn't bridge the gaps like she couldn't understand why is it that she's not earning as fast as she's accustomed to why is it that she cannot be as successful in her online store as she is successful in her teaching gig and in her office job? And when we explore her mindset a little bit, especially around money, we realize that, you know, her her dad always told her that, you, you know, there is more safety and there's job security in having your own um in having a corporate job that when you're on your own or when you have your own business the risk is very high so this is something that she grew up hearing and she watched her father to fail in business several times now when she started to explore this and she really went deep into it to release it she realized that oh well this doesn't need to be her story that the time in which her dad would have um, establish himself and, you know, put his hand towards being an entrepreneur is very different. The circumstances are very different. The quality of knowledge and information out there at that time is very different from what it is right now. And she has so much more that her dad didn't have, so much more talent and skills that if she just learned how to apply them and use them in the way that they can really tell the story of who she is and what she's capable of, she would definitely draw that connection with her clients. So that's something that we started to work on immediately, releasing that scarcity mindset, releasing that risk, and just allowing herself to really sit in her natural state of abundance. And you know, the next day when she, she after that call, the next day when she went to the store to get a water heater, she got it on a deal and she was like, wow, I saw it. I saw how it shifted immediately because in the past, when she would have gone shopping, she used to look for the bargains. But this one just happened to be there and it was of the best quality brand name. It was very functional. It was everything that she desired, but she just didn't know that, you know, this is everything that I wanted just by releasing that scarcity mindset, by allowing herself to, to breathe a little bit more freely into who she truly is, into the essence of who she is. Absolutely. Well, and I know 
there are a lot of people talking about like abundant mindset and some people if they've never heard really about what does that mean i think it just kind of like goes in one ear and out the other but it, where you focus you follow you know and i think that yeah. is so true and using kind of just like a real life application that most people understand it's like if you're driving a car where you look you know you're going to tend to to steer that way and i think yeah. you know for people that don't really understand how powerful your mindset can actually be think about it like that it's where your your vision is where you're looking and your life is going to follow and you know i think another thing that people kind of get confused with this whole journey this whole positive mindset and abundance mindset um, journey is that that means that you know everything is going to be you know perfect and you're never going to have stress and problems again which again is not true that just means that you know, the way you handle them is going to be much different than before mm -hmm. you know and I, I think those are are great you know things to think about and I love your example because it's very real in a way that I think a lot of people can relate to because you know depending on what age the listener is you know, uh, most of us can at least think of an example of someone who, you know, grew up back in a time where we didn't have the internet. I mean, we didn't have the internet when I was young, you know, we didn't have anything like that. And, you know, being able to have access to, you know, like right now we're streaming all over the place. You couldn't have done that. <laughs> There's so many things that you can do now, which allows for more opportunities. And so some of these people that didn't have that in a time where they tried to start a business or tried to do this or that or the other, you know, they can already have kind of that negative mindset, that trauma from it, that fear right. around it. But, you know, it's it's fine to take the lessons that they have to teach you on some things, but make sure that you're kind of turning that and making it your own. I really love that. Um, I know we talked a little bit off air just about your your belief and connection between, you know, your business, your life, health, nutrition, with the mindset and behavior. Can you kind of dive into that a little bit and explain how entrepreneurs can become more aware of how like their health and wellness impacts their entrepreneurship journey? All right. So it's not all about mindset, right? And I think this is where lots of entrepreneurs, especially especially mompreneurs they get carried away right especially in the online space too that you know they believe that okay they need to be working on their mindsets and they're applying the affirmations and they're doing all of the mindset things but things are just not working as mompreneurs we really need to be cognizant of the quality of changes that take place in our, our body having a baby having back-to-back -back pregnancies having twins having miscarriages even right it affects our mental, physical, and emotional health. Whether we, we think it doesn't, whether we think we're the strong horses and we can go again, no. Every single time that we experience pregnancy, we have a child or we experience some aspect of pregnancy, our body is changing. And when we're not eating, when we're overwhelmed and stressed, and when we're at, at that very high-paced corporate job and we're pregnant, that baby is feeding off of the, the nutrition that we already have within us. You're not putting anything in there, but that baby is feeding off of what you have. So when that baby comes out now, right, 
obviously you're in a state of depletion because you haven't been putting in extra. You're putting in enough to sustain what you're currently going through, the kind of changes you're currently going through. So usually after pregnancy, we'll find, and even I went through this, there are periods of postpartum depression. There are periods where, um, you know, the mindset work just doesn't work because there's no justification for why you feel so ugly within, you know, why you don't want to talk to anyone? Why is it that you're in a social space and you're laughing and yapping and you're having fun, but when you're going to bed at night, you don't want to wake up the next morning, right? Why is it that you're feeling so traumatized? Why do you feel as if life is such a big punishment? You know, there, there's nothing that can explain that. And there's no level of mindset work that can help you with that if you don't check in on what is happening with your physical body. So what I found is that if you are deficient in iron, um, if you're low in your magnesium and in your zinc and your calcium altogether, but iron, especially if you're iron deficient, you'll find that you get very tired and frustrated easily, that your attention span is not dear. So even if you're sitting in front of the computer and you're expected to be in this creative flow and you're blocking out time to be in creative flow, but you just can't flow, it's not necessarily a mindset strategy that you need to apply. You need to take a look at your health. What is happening in your body? What is your body asking for? And if you're waking up every day tired or exhausted, or if you're going to bed tired and exhausted, then you need to check in on that. It's not normal. So before we start all of the mindset work and you know we, we think oh mindset is going to solve everything and we're going to take actionable steps and change our mindset take a step back and check in on what's happening with your body because even your body needs to be able to catch up with the quality of mindset shift that you're allowing in your life yeah so that's how mindset and and your body really um makes a difference in the quality of experiences you have and really how successful you are as an entrepreneur absolutely well and i know you know for my own journey, I'm, I'm very much into wellness and I've been involved in the wellness world for over 20 years at this point, which is dating me, but I digress. <laughs> but I, you know, I think that, you know, a lot of people try to separate and I, I did this for the longest time, right? We try to compartmentalize and quote unquote organize our life. Like, okay, my wellness world is here. You know, whether you're involved in a wellness industry or we're just talking about your own wellness, you know, eating healthy and exercising and whatnot, you know, and then my family life is here and then my business life is here. And, and it doesn't work like that because we don't have separate bodies, right? We have one body <laughs> and we have one life and, you know, the idea that we can organize these things in these separate compartments, I tried to do it and it's, it drove me crazy, to be honest, because there's no way to kind of keep all those things separate, especially when you have kids and, you know, and a partner or a husband or a wife or whatever your, you know, situation in your household is like, there's so many, every layer you add, it makes it even more important that you kind of integrate your life more holistically. And, and you're so right on that your thought and that, you know, adding in the fact that having great nutrition and looking at deficiencies is a huge part of your entrepreneur journey, not just about, you know, how you look, it's not just about even how you feel necessarily, which is great too, but it also is, is directly responsible to how well you think, how well you perform, how all of those things. And, 
you know, I think that's why if you look at a lot of these high performers like Grant Cardone and like, um, like uh, Dean Graziazzi and every other person fell out of my brain right now. But some of these high performers, right? They Mel, Mel uh, what's her last name? Uh, she's a podcaster too. Yeah, thank you. They all talk about their fitness routines and their wellness routines and their nutrition. And there's a reason for this. It's because they correlated that idea that you have to connect everything together because we're one person and we're one body and we have to look at everything from this holistic view. And that was another thing I wanted to kind of talk about while we were on here today is I know you are very much a fan of um, really in bringing your children into, you know, your business world and your family and kind of running your business and family life in tandem. And I love that. I wish yeah. I had done that from the beginning. I did not. Um, I am to the point now that I do. And you know, yes, there's more stressful moments. I made a, a funny little TikTok earlier about having to take my kids to a meeting and Sundays that doesn't go the way that I plan. But all in all, you know, it's a it's a learning experience for them. It's a learning experience for me sometimes. And it's a whole lot less stressful than when I was trying to figure out how to keep it completely separated all the time. Right. Good. So the habit to keep it separate is really a corporate habit, right? Because when we're in the office, that is how it works. When we're on our own time, we don't have structure. And this is where the efficiency of using our time and energy is really important. We have to be able to look at what needs our attention and how are we going to prioritize our list of things or to-do lists or things to get done when it comes to having our kids in our pool. So I was totally unprepared when um, COVID-19 COVID hit, right? And the pandemic came and the kids were at home. And I was at that point in my life where my business was growing. I was six months out of having um, surgery. I had a baby. And I, I learned to be successfully chaotic during this period of time. I had to develop the skills because Firstly, it's overwhelm and it's frustration because you don't have the skills to deal with the problem, right? So you feel floored by it. You feel pressured and attacked by it because you need to develop the skills. So it was really during that time that I learned to develop the skill that, okay, so we need to work smarter. We don't need to work harder because that was the mindset that I was trying to release at that time. I do not want the hustle mentality. I do not want to feel burnout and the stress anymore. I was tired of it from corporate, right? So I I, I told taught myself, well, look, we I need to look at the pockets of time that I have in my day that I can bring them into my world. So I know I have specific needs. I have the need to be in creative flow. I have the need to time block and put my hands on the keyboard. So when I have the need to be in creative flow, that's when my kids are being creative as well. That's when they're coloring and they're painting and they're, they're doing everything creative. When I'm cooking and I, I feel pressure that I have to get household chores done. And I know that they also need to catch up on their schoolwork and bring them into my world. Like for example, Druva, my eldest, he's, he's seven and he's very fluent in reading. So I know the more he reads, the more he knows, right? So I give him a book. I was like, come, come keep mommy company and read to me as I do this. So that way I am hitting two birds with one stone. I'm developing my skill set. I'm getting what I need to get done. And I'm also helping them to develop their skill set because 
if we think about it, what really makes us feel angry and frustrated in the moment is when we don't get to do what we intend to do, right? And to give a child our time and energy, it feels as if our entire day is being spent behind this child. Now, I have three kids, right? And to divide myself among the three of them, as well as grow my business, um, you know, answer client calls. I also do corporate training here in Guyana. So there are times when I'm here on a Zoom for one and a half, two hours, I'm in a training. So I, I needed to find a way to make it all work because this is what drives me. This is where my fulfillment is. This is my blueprint. And I have accepted that. I've accepted that I've come from the work hard mindset. I've accepted that I came from a lot of hustle energy. I've accepted that I don't want to be financially dependent. I want to have that safety and I enjoy the feeling. I enjoy feeling safe enough that I'm making my own money. I mean, my husband can make a lot more than I make, right? But it, it's really for my own personal satisfaction and my own fulfillment, right? And it may still be a little bit of ego in there, like, like not wasting my education kind of thing because th th that has its own trauma attached to it. Oh, yeah. But it's, it's really for me to be able to to meet everyone halfway as well as meet myself halfway. Because if I had to dedicate all of my time and energy to ensuring that my kids' skills are developed, then what becomes of me, right? What will happen to, to my mindset? I'll be in a state of depletion because I'll only be given. And I did not want to be in that state of depletion of only given because I knew what it was from corporate. That's what I did in corporate. I wasn't going to do it as a entrepreneur. I want to be able to, to have that level of balance. And to do that, I looked at ways in which I can bring them into my world. So obviously there are times when they cannot be there and I make arrangements for them to be taken care of at those moments. Like for example, this meeting, right? They're not gonna be here. Um, when I'm in my trainings, they're not there. But when I know their, their activities and tasks to be done that they can develop their skill set as well as I get things done, and I don't have to feel the pressure of needing to give them attention and needing to, to give this task or the, this activity attention, then I allow it to flow and integrate it. It's just not one or the other, it's everything all at once. And it can feel successfully chaotic, but it just really takes a moment to step back, to take a few deep breaths and pull yourself together. You have to want that for yourself too. Because a lot of times I find that parents lead the conversations with their kids from an ego perspective, I'm your mom, I'm your dad, you need to listen to me. It's either you listen to me or you don't, right? And then they use threatening language with them and it just spirals the relationship downwards. And with young kids, like my kids, I can use that language with them and it will, it will work for a minute or two, but they go back, they revert to their old behavior. It's the same thing that will press my buttons. So being able to cultivate the language and lead by the desire in those moments really makes the difference in getting it all to align perfectly for you so that you have more ease, you have more flow, you have less stressful moments. And it comes back to the fact of knowing what you want, right? So if you know what you want, then can you lead the conversation with your desire? No, I think that's I think, makes yeah, sense. it makes perfect sense. And I think that, that, I think that's great. And I think I 100% agree with 
you know, using specific language with kids. Now I have my moments. I'm a little sarcastic. I have my moments yeah. that, you know, I'm like, okay, I got to handle that better. But I think that's another thing is being able to step up and say, you know what, I could have handled that better because again, they learn, you know, they learn from us. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I think, again, I think that's one thing that I want to kind of throw out there to people that are listening is, you know, some days I do great. I do amazing. And some days I'm like, oh, I could have handled all of that better. This was not my best mm -hmm. day. And I just kind of dust that off and I, do better the next time. And I think that's part of the entrepreneur journey. And I think that's part of just the human journey is the fact that some days you're going to be able to, you know, make that list and check it off and do everything great. Be like, yeah, this was a great day. And then the next day is going to be a, a dumpster fire and you're going to have to kind of figure out, okay, well, what kind of went better? What can I change next time? And it's all about kind of balancing that out. Now, I know I get um, a lot of questions from people and I actually have some of my box right now that I'm looking at and they're all related to um, stepping out of their corporate job and, you know, how to make that transition from most, most, most people are on salary at that point to being able to dive into an entrepreneurship journey. And you've been there, I've been there and there's some like lessons I'm sure us could teach just on that subject alone. But I know you have a program that's kind of around that money area. And I, I wanted you to kind of share a little bit about that because when you are stepping out of that corporate, you know, job into an entrepreneurship journey, that can be a stress. And even if you've been in the entrepreneurship journey, that can be a stress. Or even if you're still in corporate, money can be a stress, right? Money can be a stress. And so I really would love you to share with us a little bit about that. All right. So that program is Money Overflows. And Money Overflows was really created from my drive to remain financially independent, right? And in corporate, I was trained to be scarcity in my thinking because where will we get the money from, Kabbalah? That was like the number one question my boss would ask me every time a bill came in, every time payroll was to be made, you know? Where will we get the money from to pay this bill? And it was like, I didn't understand it back then because I wasn't studying it. But now that I studied it and I worked with it and I understand, oh, there is a whole psychology to money. So money overflows really helps you to get the hang of psychology of money. It helps you to step into the overflow because when we think about it, money overflows. Money is being literally printed every single millisecond of the day all over the world and if we think about it think about the abundance of money that's in circulation in the world right yes you and i may be small people as compared to the governments and the big ones out there and we may not have access to that money fine but what is stopping us from receiving more than what we are receiving nothing right so that is what money overflows is really about it is helping you to get get into the psychology of money so that you can get money working better for you. As an entrepreneur, there's so much that shows up in your money story that you would not even realize that is impacting your money mess. And as we said, message your mindset, energy strategy, and your outcomes, right? So money overflows really helps leaders and entrepreneurs, mompreneurs especially, to get money to work better for, for them, get them to feel the fulfillment, the ease, and to step into their personal overflow because money literally overflows in our world and we are each worthy of allowing that flow into our life. 
Now, and I think that a lot of people do let the idea that, well, I can't start my business because I don't have enough money. Well, I can't do this because I don't have enough money. And I, time I, and hear, money. I hear, oh yeah, time is a big one. And and I get that, right? I've, I've been there and I was like, oh my gosh, I don't have time. But, you know, being able to really be conscientious about your money and be conscientious about your time, you realize you have more than you think you do. And it's just being conscientious about how you're using it. And that's another thing that I do love about what you were saying earlier about with your kids, you know, and cooking while they're reading you a book. And, you know, I think as moms, we naturally do those things anyway. We're constantly multitasking. But somehow when we start a business, we, forget, I guess, that you can still do that with, with your business, right? You can kind of pair some of those things up. And, you know, I think that that is a great strategy to save time, to make you more present with your family, to save you money because time is money. And I think those are things that, you know, people can really look into, like, what are some things that you can do to be able to free up that time where you can allow more money to come into your life, to free up that time where you can, you know, take on that, that, that wellness program that you need to do for your, for your own health, you know, to be able to take that time. I think, again, it's just coming back to your mindset and being conscientious about that within your own life. And now I do want to ask you, um, like, I know you have the program, is there anywhere else that people can reach you? We'll put the link to the program um, in the show notes. This will be airing too. So if you're listening to this on any of the podcast platforms, it's in the show notes. But I'll make sure that it gets shared out in the comments after we're done with the slide. But is there anywhere else that people can can find you? Yeah, people can find me on LinkedIn. Um, my name, Kamala Devi Sharma. You can find me on Facebook as well, Kamala Devi Sharma. I have um, a Facebook group, Revive and Thrive, for um, the success of entrepreneurs and leaders. You can get me there too. I'm also on Instagram at revive.coach. So there are quite a few ways in which persons can reach me. My website, https colon double part slash revive.coach. Um, you'll see all that I'm up to there and um, we can always stay connected. I, I think that's great. And as we kind of wrap this up, can you give our listeners a few actionable steps that they can implement right away so they can start navigating the overwhelm and embracing some empowered entrepreneurship for this journey? Sure. Okay. So firstly, um, quit thinking that it's hard. It's not hard. Sit with a pen and paper and ask yourself, what do I want? Why do I want? What do I want? What do I believe about what do I want? How does what do I want make me feel, right? Use these four questions to help you to navigate your next step. If you notice you're fearful, you're anxious, um, you're uncertain, you think it's stupid to do this. If you notice that um, this is not who you are, I should just go back and get a job. If these are the thoughts that come up for you, this is good. This is the starting place. This is where you get to understand your mess altogether. You get a better understanding of what you're thinking, how you feel, the kind of strategies you're using and the kind of outcomes. It gives you the justification for the kind of outcomes, the kind of results that you have in your life right now. And if you want different results, you have to be willing to do something different. Start with money overflows. Start with working with a coach. Start with that one thing that makes you feel shaken, 
um, that one thing that makes you feel so scared and insecure. And oftentimes it comes back to money. It comes back to a money story. I have to leave my job. I don't have money. I got to pay the bills. I got kids to look after. It comes back to money. So work on that and then work your way forward. No, I think that's great. And like I said, you can actually, actually we're sharing it right now. You'll be able to see the link for the money overflows product that Kamala has on in the comments here on the live. And if you're listening to this in the podcast, it will be in the show notes. But I really enjoyed having you on today. I think, you know, there's so much that we've unpacked today that I feel like we could do like four separate episodes because we've had to just kind of like brush over all these areas. But I wanted to kind of get all of that in there and get people's wheels kind of turning because there's not this one magic thing that's going to make you less overwhelmed, right? It it doesn't work like that. But if you're kind of looking at these different aspects and figuring out that we are just one person, right? With one life, I think that's a good start, but you have to focus on all these areas and kind of tweak those a little bit as you go along. And I, I love that you mentioned to start thinking about, you know, how do you feel right now? Because that's where we have to start. We have to start right now. Is there anything else that you want to share with our listeners before we end? Um, lastly, um, I, I want to bring this to everyone's attention. Remember to, to pay attention to what you say, right? Because in this body, we are all we are using our five senses automatically all the time. These five senses are picking up information all the time. And as you say it, you're also affirming it for yourself. So if you keep saying, this is hard, this is not for me, um, this is not going to work, I cannot do this, this is nonsense, every single negative statement that you speak, you voice, you're also affirming it for yourself because your ears are listening to what you're saying. So even though it's coming out, it's also coming back in right brain is going to process it so keep that in mind as you move forward as whatever decisions you take in your journey um if if you decide to do it on your own i i started on my own and i struggled for three years before i really kicked off because i didn't know better right I, i was i'm in a third world country i don't know better right but when you get out there and and you give Uh, or at least you feel connected to someone and you give them the chance to help you to elevate, to get to where they are, it helps you to be in such an incredible flow and to have more ease, more joy, and more fulfillment in your life. Just make that decision for yourself. Thank you so much for being on today. This has been great. And for any of the people listening, thank you for tuning in. If you're not already a subscriber, make sure that you like, subscribe, and share this with someone that you think would find this valuable. Until next time. Life is a winding road No telling where it goes Driving through days and nights Won't stop for traffic lights And I I really want to know 